0: chapter twenty of stephen mitchell's journey by pansy this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter twenty trying to catch up well if ever i saw the like in all my days why steve mitchell i wouldn't know you if i should meet you on the street i'll tell you who i'd think you were steve you look just like your father did as much as thirty years ago oh my but he was a handsome young man i never knew you favored him so much oh dear boy i'm just too glad to think of your being all dressed up as you ought to be and going to church whereupon her emotions rose above the reserve or timidity of years and she wound both arms around his neck and kissed his tanned red cheeks again and again huh he said struggling a little yet pleased in spite of himself what a fuss you do make mother over a fellow's new clothes Tain't the clothes altogether said his mother it's the feeling steve that that's the kind of clothes you ought to wear and that we meant our boy should wear didn't we josiah only look at him isn't he a handsome fellow now mr mitchell thus appealed to turned and surveyed his tall, broad-shouldered son from head to foot, and presently nodded his head with great satisfaction. "'I guess he'll do, mother, if he behaves as well as he looks, and I reckon he will. The fact is, he has always behaved pretty well, hasn't he? Only the clothes haven't matched. Maybe you can keep the things matched now, Steve. Time seemed to be a-changing with us somehow.' it was really the first hearty commendation that the boy had ever received from his father in his life he turned and went out of the room suddenly a choking feeling in his throat it was a new sensation to be approved on the instant his conscience arose telling him of hundreds of things that he could have done to have made the lives of father and mother easier and i'll do it he murmured I'll learn more than words. If father will trust me, I'll try to make things different on this old farm. I'll do the very best I know how, and I'll learn how in ways I don't know about now. He'll help me. The pronoun always referred to Mr. Ransom. He said he would, and them papers will help me. I'll show father yet what kind of a boy he has got." it was this spirit which he took to church on the day when he helped to create a sensation i am bound to confess that he did not listen to the sermon as mr ransom hoped he would there were portions of it to which he listened intently but this was when he recognized some of the words as he still called those on the list but between times his thoughts wandered frequently to a distant pew where sat miss ransom and a strange young lady I am sorry to say that this strange young woman filled him with discouragement. He thought he recognized in her a being of another sphere. not clothes,' he said to himself disconsolately. "'And it ain't knowing words. I don't know what it is. Sarah Jane now might know all the words on the list, and a lot more, and so might Flora Ann, and they wouldn't, either of them, look like that girl no more than I look like the minister.' though i've got on new clothes and do look different maybe it's knowing words and wearing that kind of clothes all your life that makes the difference and folks that hasn't had them never get it thus from the state of exultation in which he had entered the church he sank into the depths all because of the strange lady from another sphere i hope you will be able to put yourself to a degree in his place and feel the shock of amazement which thrilled through him as almost with the amen of the benediction the strange young woman turned her head and let her eyes move eagerly over the church evidently in search of some one behold the eyes belonged to sarah jane stephen stood perfectly still lost to every idea but that it was close then or knowing words or it was being with the minister's family for three weeks perhaps all three combined how did girls manage it to make themselves so different in such a little while he stared at sarah jane his amazement growing steadily she caught a glimpse of him and her pleasant face broke into smiles as she nodded appreciatively manifestly she also saw a difference she is pretty said stephen to himself as pretty as a picture she ain't like the other one but she is most as pretty i never see the like i reckon she's learned lots of things i wonder when she is coming home dear me said fanny bascom if you'll believe it sarah jane i didn't know you at all when you first came into church what a difference fixing up makes doesn't it is that one of miss Ransom's dresses i never did see a woman who has as many dresses as she has i should think if her father was a poor minister she'd have used up all his salary long ago but it is very becoming sarah jane so is your hat did she give that to you and sarah jane was jarred the verse which the minister had recited at family worship that morning was let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight o lord my strength and my redeemer he had made a little talk about the kind of words the lord would naturally like to hear in his house and contrasted them with what he must often have to hear the seed had sunk deeply in sarah jane's heart remember she was trying to order her life by the bible and her conscience was tender she looked about her in a startled way to note whether mr ransom had heard the unfitting words then blushed to think she should care first for mr ransom instead of for him to whom they were to be made acceptable but she had no answer whatever for fanny bascom and liked her less than usual that morning nothing daunted however by her silence fanny hurried out her questions are you going to stay there all winter sarah jane what do you do anyhow housework i didn't know you was willing to do housework ma would have liked your help many a time if she had known it how do you do steve for they were moving down the aisle and stephen had taken a few steps forward to meet his sister i declare steve if you and sarah jane keep on getting fixed up we'll need spy glasses in order to recognize you She laughed at her own silly words. I never knew before that clothes could make such a difference. Yours are brand new, aren't they, Steve? No made over about them. Oh, Mr. Pettibone, raising her voice as that gentleman slipped from a seat just ahead of her, wait a minute, won't you? I want to see you about the sociable. And Stephen and Sarah Jane were released. Who is that young fellow coming down the other aisle near the door? inquired mr bascom of his pastor i never saw him here before oh yes he has been here several times that is young mitchell from the halton hill neighborhood you know is it possible that that is steve i didn't recognize him why he looks very much changed does he asked the minister smiling and he passed on in haste to reach the door that he might have a word with stephen the Mitchell family were thoroughly discussed that day at the Bascom dinner table. I must say, began Fanny, I never saw any one so changed in my life by a little finery as Sarah Jane Mitchell. Half the people in the church didn't know her. Mrs. Smith nudged me while the first hymn was being sung, and asked me who that pretty girl was in the minister's pew. She's quite stuck up, too." i couldn't get anything out of her after church i believe i asked her a dozen questions and she didn't answer one of them steve has blossomed out too said mr bascom i didn't know the fellow i asked mr ransom who he was yes stephen was in a spick and span new suit i wonder where he got them mr ransom must have given them to him dear me how they hang on i don't see what they find in the mitchells to attract them steve has always seemed like the stupidest fellow sarah jane is smart enough about some things but she don't know anything that other girls do why the mitchells are nobodies we all know and have been for years and years i must say helen Ransom looks high for her friends the talk flowed on uninterruptedly for some time until not only the mitchell family but various other persons who were in church or were conspicuous by their absence were discussed not a word was said of the sermon on which the minister had put not only hours of study but hours of prayer not a word was spoken that indicated in any way that this family were pledged all of them to make the words of their lips and the meditations of their hearts acceptable in his sight nor that this day of days was theirs to help them into nearer fellowship with him sarah jane went home by the middle of the following week miss Ransom having detained her until as she told her brother there was not even the semblance of an excuse for keeping her another day and though he meekly suggested shirts and other masculine articles which might be made for use in the indefinite future she only laughed and shook her head assuring him that there were limitations even to her and sarah jane's ingenuity and that shirts she must confess were beyond her then they discussed from various standpoints the condition of the family in which they had become so deeply interested seeking possible ways of helping them we must help them said helen earnestly it would be a shame to leave them to themselves now sarah is a very unusual girl if she had had even the ordinary opportunities of life she would have shown her exceptional ability but she has been dwarfed on every side really max there seems to have been no one in the church or out of it who has thought of their neighborhood and tried to reach it in any way I did not know there were such let alone portions of country, in this state at least. "'There ought to be some kind of a Sabbath service out there,' said the minister thoughtfully. "'There is that Lucas family to reach, and several others of like kind, in the outlying neighborhood. I wonder if I couldn't compass an afternoon service. It is quite a distance to go, but we might ride there. Could you go, Helen, and sing, and teach?' and do all sorts of things if we could wake up an interest there it certainly was not helen ransom's fault that the idea got no further than the minister's ought he was a young man and there were so many oughts pressing upon him he did speak of the plan once to mr bascom and one or two others who assured him that there was no place in that neighbourhood for holding meetings and that the people would not attend if there were meantime mrs mitchell went about her home like one bewildered sarah jane had returned brisk bright full of the same breezy energy which had been a part of her life and yet different every hour of the day the mother noted and studied over the difference what mysterious something was it which had gotten hold of the girl not only the mother but the father noted it and most of all stephen In a hundred ways, her life indicated that its center was changed, ways which perhaps it would not be easy to define, yet which could be distinctly felt. It was not her new ideas about setting the table and arranging the furniture, nor her new ways of expressing herself, though these were marked enough. It was something back of all these changes, and superior to them all. Mrs. Mitchell fathomed it to its source one day, i don't know what has come over you sarah jane she had said looking at her in that bewildered wistful way you seem so dreadful different somehow sarah jane laughed cheerfully don't i seem nice mother oh nice child that is no word for it if you knew how glad i was to have you home again not but that flora ann did her best poor thing and she did a great sight better than i expected her to and i am sorry for her having to go back there to live like the pigs as they do she cried about it dreadful hard poor thing the last day but then oh my sarah jane i done my best for her the three weeks she was here but she never was and never will be you no it isn't that you have changed in any way for the worse child you was always industrious and faithful and all that, and you was always good-natured and never grumbled nor found fault, and yet it seems some way as if nowadays the sun was shining all the time where you are, and you look out more than usual for other folks, though you never was selfish. I don't know what it is. Don't you feel it yourself, child?' Sarah Jane laughed again, a bright, sweet laugh yes she said i feel it myself it is true mother i have got some sunshine in my heart that i never had there before i suppose if you come squarely down to it i have been converted though mr ransom didn't use that word and she didn't but i was reading a book he gave me yesterday he said it would explain some things to me that maybe i didn't understand and it has as near as i can make out I HAVE BEEN WHAT THEY CALL CONVERTED. AT FIRST I WAS ALMOST SCARED TO THINK THAT ANYTHING SO WONDERFUL COULD HAVE HAPPENED TO ME, BUT I GUESS IT HAS. THE MORE I THINK ABOUT IT, THE MORE I BELIEVE SO. BLESS THE LORD, SAID MRS. MITCHELL SOFTLY. HERE I HAVE BEEN PRAYING FOR THIS THING EVERY DAY OF MY LIFE SINCE YOU WAS BORN, AND YET I DIDN'T SEEM TO EXPECT IT SOMEHOW, AND I AM JUST AS ASTONISHED AS I CAN BE sarah jane turned from the pan of potatoes she was carefully paring and gave her mother a curious half-wistful glance have you really mother she said i wish i had known that you were praying for me when i think about it it does seem too everlasting foolish that i have wasted so many years it seems to me sometimes that if i had known about it i would have attended to it right off but maybe i wouldn't i suppose i knew enough all the time if i had ever done any thinking it is likely my fault said the mother meekly i never was brought up to talk about them things and i didn't know how i was always afraid of doing harm it is my opinion that satan gets hold of a lot of people that way many a time i have wished that i knew how to say something to you and i thought i couldn't do it right but you've got it now, Sarah Jane. That just explains it. It's religion, bless the Lord. She pressed her old, tired hands together in a sort of ecstasy of delight, and her worn, homely face would at that moment have made a study for an artist. Still, it must be confessed that, as the winter closed in upon them, Sarah Jane found it very hard to settle down to her meager life, she was not unhappy, she was simply restless, full of an intense desire to reach out. The contrast between her days and those she had spent at the manse were too vivid. She wanted books, she wanted to study, she wanted a hundred things which she could not compass. It was not that she did not have enough to do, her days were by no means spent in idleness there was the usual routine of farm work of which she relieved her mother now most entirely and there were many little touches which she had learned that while they made life much pleasanter in the little old house certainly took more time there were long evenings which were full of interest now for both sarah jane and her brother they gave faithful study to the new books which the minister had put into their hands Among them was a dictionary, and there was no let-up to the interest with which the now famous list of words was studied. But these glimpses into the world of knowledge served to make them both realize more fully what they had lost, and how much of a journey they must take before they caught up, as Sarah Jane briefly phrased it. She never explained in words who the persons were with whom she was trying to catch up but they were certainly not the Bascoms. Helen Ransom had by no means forgotten her protégé, not a week passed, but that a book or paper, with a choice paragraph marked, or a text-card with an important verse on it, or perhaps only a ruffle or a bit of ribbon, found its way through the mail to Sarah Jane. She began to watch eagerly for a chance to send to the post-office, and Stephen, though he did not wish to own it in words, was as much interested in the coming of the little parcels as she was herself, and was ingenious in planning ways and means to secure them. Nor did Helen Ransom's interest end there. She was constantly planning how to help her friend. The Mitchell family was the subject of frequent and earnest conversations in the manse during those early weeks of winter many projects for furthering their interests were brought forward considered carefully and abandoned as impracticable frequently during the conversations helen would remark i wish there was some way for them to keep boarders i cannot help feeling that sarah is talented in that direction the mother is very neat you know and understands good wholesome cookery and sarah would be as dainty as any lady in a home of her own if she had the means to do with think what a pleasant country home it could be made into for tired city people if we only knew just the right sort to gather about them and it were only summer her brother laughed pleasantly over the statement and said it seems to me my good sister that you have several important ifs in your plans since it is not summer and we have no winter boarders to suggest to them the question is what can we do to help them more than we are doing now i confess i like the boarding scheme immensely if it could be brought to pass for the reason that i see in it a way to reach the lucas family i suspect that the mitchell home was paradise to that poor flora Anne, who on the whole is the most hopeful one in that household i wish very much she might be kept under mrs mitchell's teaching for a time End of chapter 20